This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Mike Jones Jr., if I can get my camera to work. There we go. Mike Jones Jr. Who? joins us at 7.50. It's been a long time, it feels like, since we've talked to Mike Jones, and it's only been a a little bit over the week. Uh, Mike Jones, who uh, we hadn't talked to since the spring game, Uh, looking forward to catching up with him at 7.50. So uh, my guy is back in the building. The Honey Badger is back. Official. Tyron Matthew is a New Orleans Saint. We will talk about that. We talked about it, uh, what was it, Monday. We'll go a little bit into deeper detail on Tyron Matthew officially becoming the Saints today. He bro- Guys, Tyron Matthew to the New Orleans Saints broke the NFL's website. <laughs> it's the most New Orleans thing of all time. They broke the website. You got to love it. But the Badger is back in town. Coach Jason Brown. You may is going to be joining us at 7:30. You may remember him from the Netflix series um, Last Chance You was the head coach of Independence Community College. Our good friend and our good partner over at Believe joins us at 7:30. We'll talk some draft. He was at the draft with one of his former uh, uh, players 
Jermaine Johnson, want to touch on him, uh, what it was like at the draft, uh, what he saw, what he heard, all that good stuff. Talk to him about, you know, his time as a head coach. And look, I want to get into some X's and O's with him. Look, he's a really, if you listen to him and what he talks about X's and O's wise, he's pretty damn good when he gets on the whiteboard. So we'll talk to Coach Jason Brown and reference to all of that as well. Rafino's rants, I was going to start, and I may still do the start of the show with the Rafino's rants, but we do got to get to Tyron Matthew uh, as well. Um, so, yes, yes, we do got to get to the Rafino's rants. Got a two-parter. Will Wade is in some news. Now, <laughs> Pooh Bear and Pooh Bear's with us. Pooh Bear's gracing us with his fantastic presence, our producer, Pooh Bear. Um, I guess people don't know what the word allegedly means anymore. But some people at TCU were reporting something, and so I was just like, well, allegedly, Will Wade is recruiting Adam Miller to go to TCU. Interesting, though, Adam Miller uh, quote tweeted us and said that they were speaking. So something interesting. Who's telling the truth? We will find out. We'll talk about that. Also, uh, the bombarding, again, about LSU, NILSU, has continuously been a thing or is a thing. I'm tired of addressing it, but um, we will talk on it because it continues every single week to be a thing about NILSU. I will tell you something. Oh, and Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. (laughs) Pooh Bear. Bro, this is when I need, like, some rap music to kind of, like, Hey, you know, like to hit some moves with it. Cause we got some news too. We're not going to release that news, but we official up in this bitch. Don't say that we don't do anything. I'll promise you that. So some news will be coming out here shortly looking to again, as we have uh, added Pooh Bear and Zach to our team, along with Mike Jones, uh, we will be adding to our team as well. So a lot to get into tonight. We got some comments already flying in this thing. You know I love a good side-eye emoji. When you hit more than three side-eyes, the Golden Boot Podcast, for everybody listening to us on the audio side, uh, I love a good side-eye emoji, man. Y'all know I already do. Um, We do got some more comments in here, though. Uh, Chris English says, let's go. Let's do that thing. Yes, you're right. Danny Krantz, our native Florida State fan, joins us. Says, let's go, E A U X, Blake. We are live. That we are. Um, so does Roderick. Roderick, I didn't know your hair looked like that, brother. Shoot, man. You got that th- man, that thing's that thing braided, braided. Uh Stacy Gilmore says the badger's home. That he is. That he is. Did I miss anything on some of these opening things, Pooh Bear? I see we got little Toonchi in the building. Gucci man. Gucci man made the list, and Eminem didn't make the list. Shout out my man Gucci. <laughs> I, bro, if you watch TikTok, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Shout out my dog Gucci. Uh, Nurse Court says, Blake got a new shirt in. You're dang right I did. You're damn right I did. Look at this thing. Representing. 225 till I die. <laughs> uh, Kenny Futch says, Will Wade needs to grow up and accept the fact that he made a mistake. Well, you know, I should have known better. Um, that people were going to attack me for talking about it. We'll touch on Will Wade. I, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Um, we're going to have to. We're going to have to, though. Oh, God. 
I'm a real big speaker. Lamar Williams is in the house. Got more money than Elon Musk. Pressure, are you going to buy Twitter? He's got the money to buy Twitter. That's for sure. Daniel Williams. They see me rolling. They hating. That's Ryan Williams. That's Ryan Thibodeau. Daniel Williams. My bad, Pooh. I'm trying to control it. Go ahead. Uh, he says, let go. What's up, Daniel? Another part of the Golden Boot Podcast. Um, so let's get this thing started. Let's get this thing rolling. None better. Uh, we got then our good friends over at GM Varndo and Sons. We got to talk about them. But before we talk about our good friends over at GM Varndo and Sons and BetOnline.ag, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to your some Facebook groups. There's a lot of you watching us on Facebook right now currently. Do us a favor and hit that like and share. Follow us on Facebook as well if you're listening to us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell. We greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that for us. If you're listening to us in the audio podcast platform, uh, rate, subscribe, and all that great stuff as well. So our audio numbers are picking up bigger than I could have ever imagined. I greatly appreciate all of, the, all of you that are listening to us on the audio podcast platform. All right, Pooh Bear, let's pay some bills. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag and our good friends over at GM, Varno and Sons. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games it's easy to get started so head on over to their website use betonline.ag use that promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag betonline.ag with over 65 years of experience nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than gm vardo and sons RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM, Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino, sit you on by. All right, so let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. I hadn't said that in a while. I hadn't said that in a while. It feels good to say it. Let's get this thing started, y'all. <laughs> uh, Lamar Williams says, Will Wade wear white New Balances and jean shorts? Um, let's talk about Will Wade very quickly. Um, if you missed it today, I posted this. Um... On social media. So it was brought to my attention. It was brought to my attention. Multiple people had sent it to me. I don't know this guy at TCU, but apparently former LSU basketball player Adam Miller, who tours ACL and missed last season, is come down to two schools. It would appear to be TCU and or coming back to LSU. So in being sent it, I reached out to some people and no one could confirm or deny 
the allegations that they made on Will Wade. So on Twitter, this is exactly what I put. So apparently slash allegedly, it's being reported that former LSU head coach Will Wade is actively recruiting against LSU. Was sent that some of the TCU people believe that Will Wade is trying to persuade Adam Miller to head to Fort Worth. Does that sit well with you? Because if true, it does not sit well with me. Um, guys, you need to you need to read. For the haters, and, and look, listen to me. I know what's going to happen because tomorrow morning and, and following that, people are going to say and say, well, oh, this guy at RU Serious Sports. Guys, there's a reason why you put the word allegedly. Nobody is... At least I'm not reporting something that somebody else already technically reported. I'm not doing that. But, but it would feel as if that people feel like I'm reporting it, which I'm not. Not, e- not even close. I still think it's par for the course, though, for Will Wade and some of his actions. I'm tired of talking about Will Wade. I don't want him recruiting against LSU. I know that one of his former assistants, the guy that he let and let take over for him when he was suspended. Guys, guess where he's coaching? TCU. So I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent because quite honestly, I don't have any connection right now to Will Wade, nor do I care to. I thought it was interesting that they started posting that stuff. Just being honest. Just being honest. Uh, Kellen, a crying belly sends us 999 via Super Chat. Pooh Bear, what is crying crying about? Um, He says, LSU media sources making me want to say, hashtag free Will Wade. He's not locked up. Free will away from what? He's not Akon. I'm locked up, won't let me out. I'm locked up. This ain't, he ain't Akon. <laughs> convict, convict, con. Now he might. <laughs> hey, dog. He might be Akon here in a short while. The feds don't be playing that he ain't right now. Free will away from what? All I'm saying is, is you have somebody who has worked for 247, allegedly, who's saying that this is going on. And Tony Benford is on the staff at TCU. Now, Adam Miller quote tweeted us and said, no, and I'm quoting, no, I just got done talking to him. That's number one. No, I just got done talking to him. Okay? So we know that you're having communication. He saw that my head was cloudy and told me do what's best for me. So if he does pick TCU, does that mean that he was leaning LSU and Will Wade persuaded him different? I don't know that. I, I legitimately don't know. That's not what the Rafinos rants are about. I didn't even intend for that to be insinuated the way that it was. But LSU media is going to media, and they're going to defend somebody who has no business being defended. Uh, I did see Nurse. There it is. Good job, Pooh. Uh, you're so much better than Zach. Uh, anyway, don't tell Zach I said that. But Nurse Court sends us $4.99 via Super Chat. She says, Blake's uh, T. Ford F and Fabulous Fund. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, Super Chats are open tonight, ladies and gentlemen. 
Super chats are open. All right, let's get to the real um, LSU or the real Rafino's rants here. Guys, I'm going to say something that some of you are going to like, some of you are not. And I might even ask Coach Jason Brown this question from a <sighs> coach's perspective. Look, love him, like him, hate him, whatever. It doesn't matter. The man was still a head coach at, at a college level, more than I've ever been. And I might ask him what he thinks of the transfer portal in NIL. Or I might disagree with him in NIL. I really, guys, believe that the transfer portal is the main issue of all these problems. If you missed it, um, and, and something that we're going to be announcing soon. Guys, if you own a business and you want to get into the game of name, image, and likeness, go right on ahead, man. It is your money. You do what you want with your money. Long are the days that college athletics are amateurism. It's here for your education. Bullshit. I, we, we, I talked about this on Spaces last night. You're, they're not there for an education. You're not recruiting that kid to come to LSU for an education. You are recruiting that kid to come to your school for one reason and one reason only. To win football games. To win softball games. Or, or, or men or women. To win softball games. To win baseball games. To win basketball games. Let's not be naive. You're not giving an athletic scholarship for a kid to come and get his education. You're not doing it like that. You're, you're legitimately not. So I do have a problem with us all being naive in this NIL game that it's, it's all, you know, the kids are doing this, the kids are doing that. No. <laughs> Quite honestly, it's every one of us that pays for these types of jerseys that does everything extra ter- extracurricularly. Is that even a word, Pooh? Extracurricularly. I can't even say that right. That funds LSU and LSU athletics. But I want to say this. I don't care if it's Gordon. I don't care if it's us. I don't care what it is. Like, I I legitimately, if you're doing it, you will have my backing. Full-fledged. But this is to a point where, if you missed it, you know, it it would appear um, that Kayshawn Bouti, um, and it was posted on social media that Kayshawn Bouti is coming back to LSU. Well, where was he going? I'm not going to go into that specific scenario right now. I talked about it on Twitter Spaces last night. Go listen to it, whatever. But I'm going to say this. I am all for kids getting paid with their, for their name, image, and likeness. I am not for kids holding a program hostage. I, I, I like legitimately I'm not. I'm not for and I want to be careful in how I say this. Quite honestly, man, if you want to go, then go. Because guys, as LSU fans, <laughs> as LSU fans, if you want to be here, if a kid wants to be here, let's go, let's ride. Because the last two seasons, it would feel as if. Oh, and by the way, having 10 draft picks in this last draft, number two, I might add, has made people forget who LSU really is. The way that I see it is in the last 20 years, again, it still sits Alabama and LSU in national titles. It doesn't sit Alabama and Clemson. doesn't sit Alabama and Georgia. doesn't sit Alabama 
and Florida State doesn't sit Alabama and USC, doesn't sit Alabama and Ohio State. It sits Alabama and LSU. Who do you think that we are? If you don't want to be here, see ya. There is not an athlete that should hold that should and can be allowed to hold your program hostage for more money. There has guys I, again, I am for it. There's got to be some type of regulation on it though. Like I feel as if that players are holding programs hostage for the simple fact of that they can threaten the transfer. If the transfer portal was regulated and wasn't there, how much would kids be threatening programs? Oh, here comes the knight in shining armor, big boy booster, to have to save the day. Oh, and by the way, I've said this multiple times on this show, and I've said this multiple times in Twitter spaces. If you think that LSU would allow and let it continue or go on, that they don't have their own collective already set up, you're outside your damn mind, and you're more ignorant than maybe you should have, maybe even you realize about yourself. Do you really believe that guys like Eric Gilbert, a five-star tight end, leaves the state of Georgia and comes down to LSU because he's not given something? Guys, you think you get Leonard Fournette. Come on, man. Like, (laughs) your ex-head coach, Ed Orgeron, had a book written about him about recruiting called Meat Market. First off, Ed Orgeron, pause. What kind of meat market are we talking about here? What kind of meat (laughs) do you like? Just playing, guys. It's a joke. But seriously... What do you think's going on? You know what you're kind of maybe not to the full extent that we're seeing with name, image, and likeness. But you know what you're seeing? You know what's coming to light? What was going on behind the scenes? You don't like how the sausage is made, so now you're freaking out. If any of you have been around college athletics, if any of you, ever knew what it was like or how the sausage was made in recruiting, it would disgust you just like NIL is disgusting you. To all of you college athletes, a lot of you are going into the transfer portal and you're not returning. You know, it's kind of like Dr. Strange, which by the way, Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness comes out this Thursday. I'll be in that thing Friday. But we don't have transfer portals like Doctor Strange in, in Avengers Endgame. You can't just walk through a portal and you're back to action. The process doesn't work that way. I am for, I am all for the portal if it if it's regulated right. I'm all for name image likeness if it's regulated right. But I will tell you this, too, even to this extreme. This whole narrative about LSU being so far behind is also a lie. Quite honestly, I'm tired of having to talk about it, but we have to every single week. Last night, watching the baseball game, had three texts. 
Blake, I, I was hoping you would do a show tonight so we could talk about NIL. How Just how far is LSU behind? Are they behind on some things in recruiting? Maybe. Ask, Orsran, ask Ed Orsran and his old staff how everything's going. Because the last time I checked, $26 million is $26 million no matter how you like to slice it. You think LSU, <laughs> you legitimately think LSU's behind when they're raising. Guys, L, there was a stat. Now, I talked about this in, in spaces, but LSU was number two in athletic fund, uh, booster funds from the, the, the 2020 fiscal year Y'all in the SEC. Y'all know that, right? It was Alabama. It was LSU. They were $6 million off. It wasn't A&M's boosters that was donating to the program. It wasn't Clemson or Ohio State or Michigan. It was LSU. You know what's else that's funny about that? You could almost damn near go identical with how it was in national titles over the last 20 years. Hmm. You pay to play. College football's got to regulate some things. They're going to regulate some things. They don't have a choice. But the fear-mongering that continues to go on, guys, it's not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. All right, Pooh Bear, we did have some super chats that were fired off in here. Jason Brown joining us in four minutes. Um, oh, Danny Girl says, Will 999, Will Wade allegedly stealing plane and our boy Carter goes to England and starts stealing hearts. Congrats, Carter. Yes, our good buddy. Uh, Carter came to the house a couple weeks ago. And uh, we're sitting here, you know, he was in town. We're just sitting here chatting, hanging out. Uh, and he says, hey, man, I'm going to ask my, my girlfriend to, to marry me. Shout out to Carter the Power Brian. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think we do have another one, Pooh Bear. I don't know if Rod Boudreaux said anything, though. Uh, just send us 1999 via Super Chat. That's what, I'm, that's what I like, Rob. Super Chats are open. Super Chats are open. Uh, I didn't type this. But I know Pooh Bear did. Extracurricularly, I'll allow it. I'm saying that's so wrong. I'm saying that's so wrong. Ryan Thibodeau says 17 milli for Ed O. He got that time for. <laughs> Ryan, I don't be seeing you up in them Twitter spaces. Are you like on a burner account? Because you be knowing all but what we be saying. I knew you was on a burner account. Uh, Don says, I love the show, bro. Keep telling them truth bombs coming. Go Tigers. Look, man, I'm just kind of a little bit tired of the 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 the, the fear mongering that's going on here. I, I mean, it, it's a constant thing. I, I mean, whether Will Wade is is talking to, telling Adam Miller to go somewhere else sounds good. Whatever, who cares? I don't like him doing it, but it, I think it shows his character. We also know, per Adam Miller quote tweeting us, that he's actively talking to him. What's talking to him about? I don't care if he's talking to him or not. Doesn't give me, doesn't benefit me in either which way. He didn't deny it. This is getting a little out of hand, though. KMC says everyone is so dramatic about uh, dramatic. The amount of times I've heard the death of college football this week is ridiculous. Thank you. Round of applause. It's not the death of college football. Let me tell you why it's not the death of college football. There's too much money being made. 
Guys, way too. LSU just got fifty-six million dollars from uh, from the SEC. Guys, fifty-six million. That's on top of someone giving or multiple donors giving forty plus million. Forty plus million in twenty twenty during COVID. Now I know that they lost some money there. Plus the $26 million that they had to raise to fire Orgeron. How much did they raise last year? By the way, you brought in Kim Mulkey. By the way, you brought in Matt McMahon. By the way, you brought in Jay Johnson. Guys, the money is there. Like I told you four months ago, or three months ago, the collective is there. It's always been there. All right, Pooh Bear, fire in some more questions in here for us, my friend. Um, Jason Brumfield says, is there any truth that LSU is looking at the pit receiver in the portal? So let me – I know that you that are actively in spaces will remember this, okay? If you remember, um, Pooh Bear was – behind the scenes, give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. I think it was about a month ago. I said that I was hearing rumblings that a potential Bolitnikoff winner receiver was going in the portal. Pooh Bear, I'm going to bring you up for a quick second, quick second, quick second. Thumbs up or thumbs down, Pooh Bear. Awesome. Um, I was talking about him. Now, I don't know if LSU is going after him necessarily, um, but when you, if you want to go get a <laughs> Bolitnikoff winner, then by all means, yes, go get him. LSU's not going to get him, though. LSU's just not going to get him. All right, Pooh, what else we got? Uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, Semper says, this show and Carter show are rapidly becoming the best LSU football shows uh, worth watching. Thank you. It's because we tell the damn truth. With my damn gold jersey on. Holla at me. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Coach JB, up next. I'm gonna, you know what, Pooh Bear, you know what I'm going to ask Coach JB? What's it like at practice when a bull is in the middle of your football field and you got a man out there with a gun? Like, what's that like? You know what I mean? Anyway. Let's pay some bills around this thing. Coach JB next, and you know who comes up at 750. Mike Jones. Who? Who? Will be joining us right after Coach JB. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco and my good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The Cummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays anniversaries and everyday use gramco is hemp derived 
and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right, we do have Coach Jason Brown joining us. Coach, we can't see you actively. Um, Pooh Bear, when Coach Jason Brown, when we're able to get him back uh, and when he's back on video, uh, let us know. But Coach Jason Brown is in here with us. We're trying to get him up here with us. If you have a coach for uh, a question for Coach JB, fire in the questions, hashtag Coach JB. Here he is. He's here with us. Uh, coach JB, Coach Jason Brown uh, is our coach, is our coach, is our guest. Coach, what's happening tonight, my man? What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good. Coach, I got to ask you. I, the number one thing that I always wanted to ask you if I ever ever had the ability to talk to you was there was a cow at in practice when you were at Independence. Guy ran out there with a gun. It was pretty freaking hysterical. I got to ask you, as a college head coach, is that the most Kansas thing that ever happened to you at your time at Independence? Get over here. Yeah, that's that's that. <laughs> Backwood redneck shit right, right there, man. About as, as much as it gets, I guess. Shit, I don't know. Uh, I, You know, I haven't watched the show, man. I haven't went back and actually watched that shit. So I don't know if, uh, you know, I remember it live. I, they also cut out everything, so you don't really see it. But on, on uh, in, real, in real life, that cow ran through the Netflix tent. And they got <laughs> the hell out of the so, so Netflix dispersed because that cow ran right through all their uh, shit. That's pretty so, damn funny. Yeah, so they don't show that, obviously. But, uh, yeah, that was some pretty, you know, <laughs> backwoods stuff. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Uh, Coach, you had a pretty big week last week. Uh, I was listening to your podcast. You talked about the draft uh, on Monday. What was that experience like for you? I'm, I'm sure you've been there before, but one of your players got Jermaine Johnson got drafted pretty high. Uh, just walk us through that experience through your lens, through your eyes. What was that like for you? Yeah, it was good, man. You know, that was my that was my 30th kid drafted. Um, I think my seventh first round kid. So I mean, it it was a uh, it was just always good to see those babies succeed and get a chance to go up. You know. Uh, move on in life man and that's all what that's my number one job is to get those kids where they could not get themselves and that's what people don't realize that's the definition of coach uh, if you ever define it but um is to get them where they could not get themselves and that was my job and i think i did it better than anybody in the country um and that's just what it is i it's it, it allows me to sleep at night knowing those kids get to move on not get arrested not go you know get killed not go to jail not get kicked out of the four-year school that is why I am the way I am with those babies. But um, but if you've ever seen a kid talk shit about me or a coach on social media or otherwise, let me know because I'm still looking for it. 
I, I feel you. I feel you. I was sure. Contrary, contrary to belief, you know. <laughs> I, I feel you. Coach, you said something interesting, though, and I, I want to get to that in a minute. But um, Jermaine Johnson, when you were recruiting him, you got him on campus. When did you know that there was something just different, right? Like this guy comes from the SEC. Now he's a first-round pick. You said it was, what I think, your seventh first-round guy. What about Jermaine or those other guys? It, is it something that like it just instantly clicks, or was there just a moment that you know or you knew that these guys were first round potential? Yeah, I'm a personnel guy, man. That's kind of my background. You know what I mean? I, I kind of know evaluation of talent, character, all those things are I think tie in together when you're evaluating a, a, a talent. Um, you know, everyone has their own talents. You know, obviously we look for long, rangy, athletic kids that can bend. Uh, run, hips, you know, big hands, long arms, all those things we evaluate when we're recruiting these guys. But, you know, he, he stuck out right away. Um, you know, good friends of mine, I, I won't give away names, but <clears throat> we know we had 30-plus Division One transfers every year at Indy that came in. I'm talking about that came into school. We, we'd sent out 45-plus every year. Um, but but Jermaine, you know, was, was I was called about Jermaine by big-time coaches at big-time schools from buddies of mine that just said, listen, man, this kid ain't going to make it. So Jermaine wasn't a hidden gem, so to speak. People knew who he was. He right. was going to get offered a scholarship by somebody. Right. You know, he had offers by Minnesota, by, uh, you know, I think Michigan State. He had offers. It wasn't like nobody knew who he was, and I just found this guy. He was He was out there, and it was a matter of going to get him and presenting him the best option and being genuine with Jermaine and being real with them. And, and, uh, and that's what I did. And that's why we got him. And, and, uh, you know, he was one of my personal, I got a lot of them, but he was a solely recruited by me. I didn't let anyone else touch him. Um, usually we, we kind of, you know, we kind of hit him with everybody, certain kids. We, we try to go, you know, stampede, recruit them. Um, Jermaine was solely my kid because I knew he was different. Uh, I knew it was, a he was very, he's very articulate, very educated. He's not dumb. He's very, very smart and bright. And I knew that from the gate. That's why I knew he was bullshitting because he, there's no way he could have had a 1.9. Right. So, and I know how it is. I'm not, I wasn't a school guy. I hate school. Um, mm-hmm. so I knew that that was going to be, it was going to be me to get him and take me to get him, And that's what, that's what happened. And, uh, ended up getting them and then the rest is in history i think on the show i think people pointed out that i said he was a first rounder on the show so i think i know the fuck i'm talking about after all (laughs) hey i I, i'm not i'm not gonna take that from you that's for sure that's for sure uh by the way i had five kids drafted i had more more kids drafted than the entire pac-12 besides ucla the entire sec besides georgia and alabama i think every other school in america so i think some guy did a thing on it, and I was it was it was funny to me. Some guy did a mock up draft thing, and it had like Georgia fifteen kids, Alabama so many, LSU, Cincinnati had nine, and then they put JV had five. <laughs> and I, and I, so I put it on social media. I thought it was pretty funny, but I didn't even think about it, man. I, I wasn't even patting myself on the back. I wasn't celebrating any of that. I was just I kept tweeting out every kid that got drafted, like. Good shit, good to, you know, they were hit me back. Thanks, Coach. I didn't even think about it. And something is definitely wrong. If I had more kids, then half these fucking D1s. All right, so, Coach, I got one more question, and then I want to get to that. So it's going to kind of translate into the transfer portal 
because I know that you talk about it a lot, but I want to, I'm going to transition to that. One question I have, look, I played center at a low level FCS college in Southeastern Louisiana. I'm really interested to hear from your point, your perspective though, coaches kind of know when a guy can play, right? Like, are they really there to evaluate when they're talking to you or is it more maybe school and off the field stuff that they're asking you as the head coach about a guy that they want to offer uh, is it just, I don't want to say strictly off the field, but is it a lot about off the field stuff when they're talking to you as the head coach? You talking about four-year guys? Yeah, four-year guys. Man, they don't even do that no more. It's a joke. It's a mockery. Like, it's a slap in everyone's face, in my opinion. That's why you don't really see a lot of it, but I, I used to kick a lot of head coaches out of the office, D1 guys, big-time guys, too. I'm not going to call them out, but they actually, you know, lawyered up and shit like that to stay off the show. Um, so, I... This is what it is now. And I, I, I used to ask this question to big-time D1 buddies of mine. I said, where did it, we lose integrity down in this whole process in the last 20 years? Where has our integrity gone? Where has our professionalism gone as far as recruiting these kids from coaches that you're going to need down the road? Because I don't need them. I'm like, hey, coach, you're going to make me your OC? No, sir. Okay, then. Exactly. You need me. I don't need you. I got the best players in America. I don't recruit your kids, but at sometimes it does go hand in hand. We, you know, buddies of mine send me a kid that's troubled. Um, won't put them on a recruiting list. I won't put them on. I'll send them right back to Alabama or right back to Clemson or what have you. It's called placement, right? So we mm-hmm. want to keep relationships. I'm all, I, you know, everyone says I'm the asshole and all that. But I'm only the asshole when you do shit that requires me to be an asshole like i'm not coming at you that way i'm coming at you that way when you do foul things and it involves my babies and remember i'm the one that went and found jermaine i'm the one that i believe did a lot of things that allowed him his talent was going to give him where he got i he came out the womb ready to play i didn't i don't believe i got him better talently or talent wise i got him better Balked him up, got him in the weight room. I think I got him nastier. I think I got him headstrong. I think I created some tough skin. I can say those things. I don't, you know, those type of guys are, are ready to go. They're, you know, they're, they're going to be a freak of nature. Now, the thing is, when you recruit my kids and you, you're you going to send them and, and bring them to your school, I want to know because if my kid gets screwed, you're never going to get another one from me. But what happens is to answer your question, sorry about long roundabout way. They, You're fine. They offer them on Twitter now. So I would get the head coach at Old Miss at the time, you know, come in. Hey, coach, what's going on? Sit down, kick his foot up on the chair like he fucking owns the place, right? And I, I, I hit his ass, hit his damn leg off my chair one day. And I'm like, uh, so you offered Malik Henry, huh? And he's like, yeah. I go, damn, you had him on a visit, huh? He's like, yeah. I go, wow. Uh, we had a bye week, I think. And I go, wow. You, you know he brought McDonald's last night, right? And they look at me. I walk out and slam the door. I walk out the office. I tell my assistants, don't give them shit. Let them figure the shit out. So his assistant would come find me. Coach, what's going on? I go, you should know, dog. You offered him a scholarship. So you should know everything about him, right? You're giving him $100,000. Or you don't care, you want to offer him to beat all the Joneses and and then you want to shit on him when he fucks up because you don't really know his background. And you ain't taking a recommendation from me because 
I haven't talked to you. So mm-hmm. I would tell you no or yes, right? So right now it's all – so when I've asked good friends of mine at that level, I said, what is the deal? They said, JB, this is the deal. LSU offers a kid on Twitter. We have to match it or we'll never get it. So as soon as we see that offer, we offer. And I'm like, I, I, I would never do it. I couldn't do it. I said, there's no fucking way I'm going to put my name on it or my school and I'm going to offer this dude I have no clue about just because you offered him. And that is where we are now. Social media, NIL, transfer portal. That is what it is. It's the fastest wild, wild west to the gun They're in this, in this deal. Who can get to the trigger first? And do no research, they do no background, they do nothing. And the kids are the same way. So it goes both ways. The kids ain't doing no research either, or they wouldn't be transferring right. every five minutes. So it's just it's a huge entire shit show. It is unbelievable. Like, I, I, I have a nasty taste in my mouth when I see it. I don't even want to watch it or look at it. It's just a bad deal. Because you either coach it or you allow it. And we've been allowing this shit now, in my opinion, to where it's got out of control. And uh, I think college football is about to implode in front of our very eyes. And uh, junior college is done. See, junior college used to be what's called the transfer portal. Right. Junior college isn't getting those kids anymore. They're all sitting in the portal. High school football has become so diluted and watered down and so bad because it's not being recruited now. And then those kids, those same kids not being recruited, think they're too good for JUCO. So they don't go to JUCO either. And now you got nobody playing nowhere. They're all sitting in the portal. And it's like, what in the fuck? What are we doing? So I got access to the portal, man, uh, still. And uh, there's like 6,000 kids in the portal. Just so you know, there's only 133 Division I schools or whatever. Yeah, so so like 80, 79% or something are still in there or something like that? Oh, at least, yeah. And that's that's just what you see on the outside. You know, how many actually make it and get into school and all those things. (laughs) It's it's really a 1%er deal. It's a 1%er. It's 1% of these folks that are getting NILs. It's 1% of these guys that are actually succeeding once they enter the transfer portal and have success stories. And the majority of the success stories that you see are so famous that it it creates this huge uh, aura that says, oh, the transfer portal is great because Jalen Hurts was in it and because Baker Mayfield went in it and because Russell Wilson was the first guy and but really, that's a 1% class, dude. There's only fucking five of those stories in the world. Like, let's really evaluate and look at the stories that are successful. It's very, very far and few between. And everyone thinks these big-name guys go to the NFL that everybody's done it successfully. No, 99% of them have not. They've failed. And you never hear from them again. And they're stuck in a portal. And... uh it's really sad because kids only do what they do. They only know what they know and don't know what they don't know. And when they're told lies, fed bullshit, et cetera, et cetera, uh, they're just floundering, man. It's it, it's just creating a huge uh, bottomless pit, man, that just, you know, crabs in a bucket. Nobody can get out. The one's trying to get out. Uh, Coach Jason Brown is joining us. We'll let you know where you can get all the stuff. Podcast name change. By the way, Coach, getting some of that whiskey. I got to. I'm going to. I heard you got some vodka on the way. Our good partners over at Believe told us. So we'll let yeah. you plug that all in just a minute. Um, Where are you guys at? We're in Louisiana. Okay. Got down you. here in the booth. Hey, if you're making a change, Coach, I, you know, I heard – I was listening to you the other day, and I heard yeah. you th- – maybe Houston. Look, man, Baton Rouge is a beautiful place. We got crawfish over – I mean, look, man, I'm, not, I'm just trying to sell for my state, Coach. I'm trying yeah, to I, recruit. 
I hear that. All right, we got two more for you. Uh, Pooh Bear, pull up uh, Crying's um, question, uh, if you don't mind. Um, but, Coach, we have a question here for you. It says, hashtag AskJB, was Malik Henry your most talented or best talented quarterback that you've had? No. Okay. Who, In your opinion, who was? Um, in my history? I'm assuming he's asking, yeah, maybe your history. Uh, the guy that had the most, you know, the it factor, had nuts and guts, big, athletic enough to get it done, but can throw it and was accurate, uh, it's probably Brad Sorensen. Played, played in the NFL, uh, played for the Chargers, the Titans, uh, Vikings, um, was Division One AA Player of the Year, I think three times at the FCS level. Um, he, he was probably the best. You know, he, he his brother is the starting safety for the Chiefs, Daniel right. Sorens, coached him as well. Uh, he uh, Brad was probably the most gifted and had all the intangibles and everything you want in that position. Um he was he in my opinion he's an NFL starter. I think he got put on a bad. It's all luck of the draw, man. In this business, I'm just telling you. <laughs> right. Tom Brady's not Tom Brady if Drew Bledsoe don't get hurt. Kurt Warner don't have a fucking movie out if Trent Green don't blow his shit out. <laughs> That's what people don't understand. And then Kurt Warner's out here, and I like I like Kurt Warner. Everything he stands for. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Rams fan. I grew up a Rams fan. But too bad they were in St. Louis when they won the first one. But you know, he came out today and talked about uh, Tannehill's comments and was like, you know, what? when did we start losing the team factor saw, and yeah. being a mentor and all this? And I'm like, see, in my opinion, you didn't earn that position, Kurt. You were gifted it. Tannehill's earned it and has had to battle for it. And it's a different deal. And I, I am totally with the Ryan Tannehill on those comments about Malik Willis and helping him out and all that. This ain't a – he's not a coach yet. And – this is his team, his, his, you know, that's an egotistical position we all have. We played it, anyone that plays it. And then RG3 came out today and talked about he's a bad teammate and all this. I'm like, see, the media puts words in people's mouths. And I'm like, well, last year he was the greatest teammate. Now he's horrible because he said, this guy's going to have to come battle me out. Like, that makes you a bad teammate. Right. Like, it's just crazy, man, how how, how people project and, 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 you know, criticism and, and it's all good. I mean, criticism's cool, but, um, you know, perception's reality, man, and it is what it is. And, and uh, RG3 playing the position kind of shocked me. Kind of, you know, I already don't like the fucker, but, but he, you know, he really he really came off like an idiot today. Uh, last one for you, Coach. Uh, you've been so great. Um, one big thing that a lot of people in college football that talk about, myself included, is coaches tampering with players that are on current rosters. Excuse me. Um, how do you stop that? Is there a way that you stop that? And what are we talking? What level? Uh, any level, any level. Just college coaches tampering, whether it be JUCO, whether it be FCS, you know, hell, Alabama. Um, what do you do to stop something like that? I mean, because the NCAA doesn't feel like they're going to do anything. What do you think that that it could be done to stop the tampering for kids to go to the portal? There's no, there's nothing to stop tampering now. It's legal. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing to stop it. It's legal. It's legal. It's uh, legal recruiting now. It's nation. It's open. You don't have to sit out. You can go wherever. Uh, Pittsburgh's receiver just left uh, Pittsburgh University to go to USC out here in Cali. They gave him a house, and I, I, I hear I got buddies on the staff. I hear three million in a house. Uh, I hear the house is like two million. 
Uh, well, shit, that's more than some first-rounders. Well, that's more than, like, 80% of the second-rounders. So I'm just telling you, like, they, and they didn't get a house. So, and, they don't, and they're not in L.A. So, like, just think about that for a second. And, you, and then this kid uprooted, left Pittsburgh, and said, screw my teammates who I came in here with. Screw everything. I'm out. I just have an issue with that whole thing, man. And it's just like, it's just no nuts and guts. It's all about this money. And you know what, man? I'm not necessarily mad at the kids. It's a, it's, I'm splitting hairs. I'm 50-50 on the whole thing. But at the end of the day, uh, we've allowed it. You either coach it or allow it. And we've allowed it at home. Uh, we've allowed it as coaches. We've allowed it as an NCAA, non-caring assholes of America. They're the worst. And, you know, that's they're the – they're the ones that have allowed this the uh, the most, and obviously, it's become. And now you see the guys getting out of Dodge because he knows this shit's about to hit the fan, and uh, that's what these cowardly fucks do. They, they come in, they fuck shit up, and leave. Coach Jason Brown has been our guest. Absolutely fantastic. The real Coach JB on Twitter. Go follow him. Go follow his podcast. Coach, where I, I got to get some of the whiskey, some merch. Where can you? Where can we all go get some of your stuff? You can get everything one-stop shop, man. CoachJBStore.com. You can get the whiskey. The vodka will be out in about 30 days. You can get uh, hoodies, hats, visors, whatever it may be. Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, or Slapdick material. So it's all out there. My book's on there. Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Uh, bestseller, by the way. My uh, posters are on there. I can sign them for you. Uh, all that shit's personalizable. Um, but CoachJBStore.com and... Uh, Instagram, I they deleted my verified one. Those fucks. So I'm gonna sue Facebook now. Um, that's uh, real coach JB. Uh, that's my new Instagram. So, um, but my Twitter has an underhand uh, underscore in it or whatever. I think at the real coach underscore JB. JB. But they'll find it. Shit, it's actually verified now. And then uh, we'll see if fucking Elon Musk don't delete my shit. <laughs> I love you, Coach. Hey, I, I, you can handle me. I'm going to tell you, there's not a platform for me. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. I get it, right? Uh, and I'm trying to be better, and, you know, I'm going to try to be better. But I'm not really going to try to be better. Gonna be <laughs> uh, because I'd be lying, and I don't lie. I have to remember too much shit if you lie. Um, hmm. If he comes out and, 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 and allows me to do me, shit, I would I, – hey, I'll, I'll vote for the fucking – cat to be president I, mean, <laughs> I just don't get it like and you know the cold part is i'll let you go the, the people that come out and talk they're talking free speech and all this all these people freedom of speech i love it it's a good and then i cuss their asses out and tell them the truth and they want to cancel me these are the cats trying to cancel me are the ones talking freedom of speech it's uh, all bullshit they're all soft cowardly fucks and it's unbelievable, man, how these people operate, and they're all—they're all behind a, tw- you know, a cell phone, texting. So, absolutely, they, they love that stuff, man. And it's uh—it's sad. It's sad that the world has become, man. It's just really bad. Uh, Coach, I got to bring you on again, more, man, if I can. This has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, th- th- thank you so much, and we'll definitely bring you on and talk to you again soon. I do have a book. Hey, Coach, very quick. If I send it to you, can I? Can you sign it for me? For real? Say it again? I got I got your book. Can I send it to you? Get it signed? Send it back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just, just, uh, I'll just send you a new book, man. It's going to be too much fucking mail. And shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
I got more shit lost in the mail right now. Mail's another bunch of fuck sticks. Um, <laughs> post office is fucking me. Um, but yeah, I send you a vote, man, in, in a bottle. My whiskey's in Tennessee now. It's all over Tennessee as far as in the state. We're in ten states, and then we can get you can get it online if we're not in your state yet. But we're trying to get in all the states. Well, I appreciate it, Coach. Again, thank you so much, man. We'll talk soon. All right, brother. Appreciate you guys. That's Coach JB. Look, we got Mike Jones Jr., who Mike Jones, right around the corner. I, 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 he was gone for a week, and I forgot. Mike Jones right around the corner. Coach JB was fantastic, y'all. God, that man's so good. I listen. Look, I, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, y'all. Y'all already know that. I listen to him, though. All right. Let's pay some bills. We got Mike Jones around the corner. My man is back like he never left. Let's talk about our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Mike Jones right around the corner. By the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. He's finally back. <laughs> we haven't seen him in such a long time. It's been 72 years since Mike. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But he's here. Who? Because you, because we didn't have it last week, we got to hit it one more time. Mike Jones Jr. starting LSU middle linebacker is our guest. Mike, it's been a pretty electric show, Okay. Coach JB from Netflix was just on. Now we got Mike Jones. I told I you we was go- we. I told you we was going places. But look, you're a part of us going places. <laughs> Mike, what's up, buddy? How are you? Man, that just made my day. I, I love <laughs> Last Chance You. I love it. Oh, dude. dude, he is he is exactly you. You know how people are like they're different on camera or around people, but when you he is the exact same no matter what. Anywhere you that, go. That's why I was so, like, I was so interested to listen. I'm like, this is exactly who he was as a coach. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, dude. You missed the first probably five, ten minutes when he's talking about bull and practice and running over the dudes at Netflix and uh, L- old Miss's head coach and all this kind of stuff. It was crazy. But nevertheless, I want to talk about you, though, my man. Mike Jones is our guest. Mike, we didn't talk to you uh, after the spring game, Okay. Um, so let's break that down. Now, I felt like you were thinking of me when you made the tackle on the sidelines because you did the 300 move. You did the, this is Sparta, and you did the kick. So tell the great people, were you thinking of AYS when you made the tackle on the sidelines? I, when I, if I'm being completely honest, before I was thinking about it, hella, I'm like, I'm going to do the kick. <laughs> In the moment... In the moment, I just wasn't even thinking. But when I tell you, in a game, 
I'm giving my word. I'm going to make it theatrical as it can be. I'm going to do the most. I'm going to dig a hole and kick dude down the hole. <laughs> I feel you. So, Mike, let's talk about that game. Look, the defense came out. Y'all start off extremely hot. I mean, multiple sacks, quarterbacks, running game, couldn't get moving. It got competitive as the game goes on, but you want to see that. That's your teammates. You've been playing against these guys. Uh, but what what is it for you, man? What what was it the spring game like for you? What was this entire spring like for you? If there's one thing that you could take away from it, what's what was this spring like? Um, man, it, it was great. Um, the one thing I would take away, and not as much for me, but as a defense, is just you know seeing the constant improvement. Mm. You know, from you know guys like me who are veteran guys, but also from the young guys that have been stepping up. Um, you know, I, I think it's showing a lot about who we are, you know, as a defense, as a team. Uh, but it also, you know, kind of like sets the past, you know, where we're trying to go. You know, like I, I would say right, right, right now, right. <laughs> we're, we're, in a, we're in a good spot. We're in a really good spot. But, you know, to achieve the goals that we want to achieve, to you know, to achieve the goals that Coach Kelly has set in line, you know, the graduate champion, you know, we got to constantly get better. And so um, I think it was a great first step, you know, a great direction. You know, and, uh, you know, now it's just time to carry that momentum all the way through to when it's time to start playing. So, Jerry Carter says that we should give you a round of applause. He says that my boy is the newest SWAT team member. Um, Mike, I, I know you well enough, but just to tell the fans and the people that listen to us, when LSU announced that, and I'm sure you already knew this, but when you announced a new SWAT team member, uh, what did it feel like? I, I mean, you put so much time, sweat, blood, tears into this. When Brian Kelly writes down Mike Jones Jr. as a team leader, what does that mean to, for you or to you? Yeah, um, so it was actually big, and uh, there's a multiple reason why. So I was a SWAT team leader whenever we first started in January. Um, and so, you know, I'm not sure what all the process goes behind, you know, deciding who are going to be the next ones. Um, but I, and I know a lot of it just has to do with like, just, you know, trying to get, you know, certain guys to, you know, expand the role, expand the leading role, you know, you know, maybe just, and even seeing how guys work, you know, how guys are able to lead. And so to, to be named it again, I was like, okay, you know what? You're doing pretty good. You're doing all right. Yeah. But, um, super proud, man. Um, I mean, it just makes me really appreciative, you know, of the team, man, of the guys, you know, um, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, be even be chosen without them man you know those guys right. lift me up as much as that you know i try to you know give them much give them as much as i can every day also and so uh it was just a lot of a lot of appreciation man you know a lot of excitement you know um you know it, it's just it's just really exciting man like i know spring's over and i guess a long summer but i'm like oh i can't wait till i can't wait till september i i trust me me too look i already got my go see mike this is how i know that we're best friends uh, just joking, everybody. It's just a joke. Yeah. It, 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 we didn't even plan it out. Like people are gonna think, Mike. People are gonna think we were texting. Hey, dog, wear gold tonight. You know, because we wear purple <laughs> together. We wear gold together. It was. It, it, we weren't trying to do this on purpose. Uh, but you said something key there. You don't know why you were picked twice, or not know why, but you know, you don't know what the process is. Um, do you think it's because, like, just what you've done? You know, you talk. I know that you've talked about on this show, like. Hey man, I've never taken vitamins like the pre the vitamins. Like you did everything right this spring. Do you think that everything that you've done has built you to that, and, and everybody else just seeing it? Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely think so. You know, um, one thing that I've learned growing up is, you know, sometimes the leaders are like the best followers. 
And so really what I try to do, man, is I just try to do exactly what people tell me to do. Whatever my job is, <laughs> right. I'm going to try to do it. You know what I'm saying? If they tell me I got to do this, this, and this at this point of the day, I'm going to have that done. You know what I'm saying? It, it means a lot to me to have that done. And so, um, you know, like I said, I think I think I carried myself well. You know, I, I, I was accountable off the field. And then it was time to play. You know, I felt like I brought the energy. You know, I communicated well as my Mike linebacker. And, and, you know, I did my job. You know, I tried to do, you know, what Coach House and Coach Kelly uh, – you know, tell me to do as much as I can. And so, uh, I mean, I, if I had to guess, I'd say that play a part into it. You know, uh, I'm, I'm pretty vocal and now I'm more vocal than I've ever been. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to be a SWAT team leader and be quiet. And so I'm sure that played a part into it too. Uh, yeah, man, I just tried to handle my business, man. And I don't know. <laughs> the, the funniest th- or the best thing is the audio caught some sound of you and Greg Penn on defense Uh-oh. and you're screaming a le- nothing bad. You're screaming, Ele- Greg, I said 11, 11, 11. And he looks at you and you go, and he goes, okay. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he hits, I think it was John Emery in the backfield. And you're more hyped than he is. <laughs> Mike, I think that that's the point, right? You're talking about the communication. That's all really and truthfully, if we put a whole bow on me and your conversation the entire offseason, it was about communication. You're screaming yeah. it at him. And then he makes the right read and makes the play. Uh, what was that like for you, though? I mean, because because you're putting the other guys in the right spot and they make plays on a critical third down, what is it like that for you, though, when you see it actually working on the field? Man, it, it's a it's a great feeling, um, and I'm 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 not sure what I would mean to Grant, but I know I was telling him somebody inside don't come in and spike the guy. <laughs> oh, you know? whatever 11 means. So y'all going to have to change that call because everybody in the country knows what 11 means now. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. But um, that those are really like my low-key like happiest moments. Well, of course, it's great when you make a play. But one third down stops are great. You get to go rest on the sideline. Right. But also when you call it, oh, my gosh. It's like, it's I don't even know. It's like, I guess like. Gambling, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Randomly, I put money on this one, and you win. You know, big, big seven, big seven, big seven. <laughs> you know, like you, you, you rolling the dice. Uh, Mike Jones Jr., uh, starting LSU middle linebackers, our guest. Mike, the draft was this week, so I just wanted to let you know a sound that you're gonna hear next year. What is? Did you watch any of the draft? Did you get time? Look, I know it was a chaotic uh, week for you, but did you? Were you able to see any of the draft this past week? Yeah, uh, I actually watched a good little bit of it with some of my friends, man, and uh, it was great, man. It was great. I know now that like I'm like old in college football, I know like the majority of the guys that are coming out. I'm like, oh, I remember my school day. <laughs> right now, Mike, how how old are you? I'm 23, 50th. Okay, so oh. uh, okay, so listen, um, no 23 year old. Sh- don't ever say you're old again, brother. Like I wake up and my hip hurts. Okay, <laughs> like uh, I got an AARP card that I just got in the mail. Okay, like don't don't talk to me about being old. Uh, just don't do it. Uh, a lot of your teammates, Damon Clark. Look, God God bless him. Fell a little bit because of injury, but maybe the steal of the draft. Uh, he had some very inspirational words. Uh, just share with us some things that you know about Damone. Some maybe I don't want to say times that y'all had together, but um, when you see a good friend like that have the season he did and fail, 
Um, what do you say to him? What have you said to him? And it seems like, Mike, that he's trying to lift everybody else up around him, you know, which is so yeah. wild. Uh, but what's those conversations maybe been like with Damone? Man, Damone, he's one of my brothers, you know, and I have a lot of great friends. I have a lot of dudes that if anything happened, I would do any for him and anything for them in that moment. But Damone is one of my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like he he is somebody that I'll be friends with, you know, brother with for life. And so, um, you know, of course, I was super happy for him, man. And we've had a lot of deep talks, you know, um, but I, I feel like and I, I texted him after, you know, we actually spoke the other day. He, he's still around here. And uh, you know, I mean, and he knows. You know what I'm saying his mind is right too, man. And we both know, like we were talking, man. This whole thing, man, it, it's a marathon. You know, um, you know, you can get drafted, and guys can still not make the team. Guys can still get cut. You know, and it's and it's plenty of guys who ain't first rounders, who's not first second rounders, who's not third rounders that you know don't make it in the league. You know, and, and he knows this. And you know, I was just saying it to say it. You know, I know who he is as a player. I know who he is as a person. He's going to succeed. He's going to achieve all his goals. And, and you know what I'm saying? It, it's just not, a, we weren't even like, it wasn't even like we weren't even stressing over this. Like, you know, if, if this is a hundred meter race, you know what I'm saying? Okay, it might look a little dangerous because you got out late. But we're running a marathon right here. We about to win, you know? It, it ain't nothing but win. There's no other choice, you know what I'm saying? So, so uh, it like he, and he, he had a great attitude about everything too. And so- um, Which is so yeah, wild, man. man. Like I, yeah. I, bro, I'd be stressing. Bro, Yeah. I stress, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something silly about food because, but it's not that <laughs> like his things is more serious than me making a joke. So I'm not going to say it, but Mike, 10 LSU guys got drafted this past 10, 10 buddy, 10 y'all got a lot of talent returning, man. Uh, I, I'm not calling national t title sec or anything like that. But Mike, I, I haven't seen it like this. And I know that me and you keep harping on this. But, man, when you see 10 guys getting drafted, you got a lot of talent returning, where does your mind go when you're like, bro, it's it's literally LSU at the top and we got more coming? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it speaks volumes to just, you know, the way things are here at LSU. You know, we didn't have our best year and we got the second most dudes coming out in the draft. Watch what we do next year. You know, okay. that, that's where that's my mind is. You know what I'm saying? But that's just like, that's just my mindset, man. And, um, you know, it, it's, I, I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but I don't know anybody else doing it like that. And so, uh, you know, I, I look at myself, you know, and I look at our team, man, and I, I look at the guys, man, and I'm just like, at least to myself, and, you know, I'm not a scout. I don't know nothing about what gets guys in the league, what doesn't. I'm just like, you know, we got a lot of veteran players. You know, we got a lot of smart players. Our young guys have grown up tremendously. You know, and at this point to myself, I'm like, you know, if, if our goals aren't to achieve that all, all we can, you know, because we have the tools to do it, you know, mm -hmm. at this point, it's just about, you know, getting prepared and going out there and executing. But I mean, I feel like that should be the standard. You know what I'm saying? Like we put guys in the league, we play good football. That, and that's just, that's just is what it is. Like, I'm, I'm like, I try not to even look into it any, any more than that. You know, we had 10 guys go to draft. A lot of teams don't do good when they lose a lot of guys. That's that's not my expectation. That's not my goal at all. You know, I don't. You know, we gonna we gonna be LSU regardless. You know, and that that's my only goal. And I feel like that's the only mindset you can have. You know, especially being like a program like this. You know, where it's a real a real NFL factor. You know. Uh, last thing for you, Mike. I agree with you. Mike Jones joins us. Uh, the leader of the best front seven in the country. I'm calling it. 
Don't make me look bad, bro. I'm just. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. it might only make me look bad. Just um, were you or were you in Baton Rouge or were you around for uh, the Garth Brooks weekend? Where did you hear or, or, or were you out of town? Man, I was out of town. Okay. but I saw the pictures. All right, so listen to me. Last thing now, bro. 125,000 people were screaming LSU. The damn the damn chairs were falling off. Yeah. Okay. Um. I've never ran through a brick wall. Now, if Ed Awards run was maybe my coach, maybe I would have. But, man, did did any of the teammates or any of the guys you talked to, did they hear it being around the, the stadium? Could y'all he, could they hear it, like, in the dorm rooms? Have you talked to anybody about hearing it or anything? I didn't ask anybody about hearing it, but I did hear that it was so many people. You could not drive down the road for hours. No. That was so many. And, man, looking at that stadium, I'm like, listen, y'all. And this is this is my real message to everybody listening. If we can't pack it out like that, then y'all, then y'all, y'all are doing us a disservice. Y'all are doing cause I know y'all, I know everybody love LSU. And everybody love love dude that performed there. You know, I love when that song come on during warm-ups. You know, and it, it gets me excited, man. It really does, man. Cause that's like we could have that. You know what I'm saying? We could have that. I'm I'm just believing it is gonna happen. I'm super excited for this year. And I love the fans. I love seeing everybody out there, man. That, like, freaking got me hyped. I was like, good Lord. Oh, bro. Oh, oh, dude. <laughs> Listen. There, I don't mean – I love my wife. But white women love white women music, okay? And uh, But it, she, was ha- she was getting down. Okay? When that man hit that guitar and starts saying, LSU. Brother, I was sitting down. I, I jumped up, and I went postal. I, I mean, I was like, you know, I was hitting the, I was hitting, you know, I was hitting all these moves, you know, LSU, you know, and the guy behind me is like, dog, you got to chill out. I'm like, dog, I slept shit out. You know, don't talk to me. LSU's getting cheered at. So I just want to let you know, I'm hype. It got me hype. I'm ready to go. I know that you're ready to go. Mike Jones Jr. Uh, joined us. Mike, you're fantastic as always, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll talk again. And, and look, we're, it, it's the off season, uh, getting ready. Uh, when do y'all just last? When do y'all report? I, I'm assuming it, the voluntary workouts already start, huh? Yeah, the discretionary period. Has <laughs> discretionary period. Yeah, discretionary. I'll be in there tomorrow working it out. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, I don't think we have to report. It, it's like towards the end of May, though. We actually got a good little bit of time. I so love. I'll be it. working the whole time. I love it. All right, Mike. Thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thank you, man. That's Mike Jones Jr. God, man. Coach JB, Mike Jones Jr. All right. Well, look, look, look. We've gone a little long, so let me bring Pooh Bear in here, and we'll end the show. Very electric. Pooh. Pooh, you've watched this show for a long time. You've watched the show for a long time. I think I'm going to put that as the best show that I've ever had. What says you? First off, Blake, um, I'm upset that I have to. You're muted. You're muted. You're muted. I said, uh, first off, I- I'm-, I'm upset. I have to follow Coach JB and Mike Jones. And then you're like, hey, we still have Pooh Bear. And people are like, that's not that's what I, that, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's not what I said. I said, now let's go to Pooh Bear. Listen. Great show. Great show. I love it. It was, it was, I mean, Coach JB came in. I mean, 
brought you know the t- you know the facts and and spoke some truths and then mike jones came through with that electricity so, i mean what can you say um as my great friend daniel williams would probably say you saved the best for last um see i, I knew daniel would say that i, I kind of stole that from him um look Pooh, I, I i don't know how to really end it or what to say um but but look i, I think that you got from a coach's perspective and then a player's perspective right like and it's two different worlds that we just saw. It, it, it really is. Yeah. yeah. If you look at um, a lot of people find Coach JB to be controversial and stuff. But one thing I, I heard him say when it came to those players, my babies. Correct. Correct. You know who else says my babies? Kim Walkie. I hear her say my babies a lot. I'm just saying. Hey, well, well look, man. I, I mean, the. Honestly, and he didn't. He's had multiple first-round picks. Jermaine Johnson's the biggest, okay, because of him going to. Brother, he had him there. You know, there was this narrative, and, and I'm not sticking up for JB. He did what he did. Right. I, I'm not doing that. But man, did the players really hate him that much? You know what I mean? Like, because Jermaine Johnson certainly didn't. And Jermaine Johnson, on the biggest day of that young man's life, pooh, he's right there with him. I, I mean, that's right. got to speak volumes, right? It's got to. Uh... I mean, when you get, I mean, it's, it's, don't listen to what people say. Their actions. Listen, their actions. And I, I don't know anything, if Jermaine's ever said anything, but I tell you what, he had the man who, he is accredited to uh, getting them there. He had them with him. So, hey, much love to him. I love it. All right, guys. Uh oh. Daniel Williams, $9.99 Super Chat says the Golden Boot Pod. Check us out. He's cross promoting. That's that's what you call. See, that's how you know Daniel's in sales. He knows what he's doing. You love it. All right, guys. My name is Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. Shout out to my good friend Prue Bear and our producer running everything behind the ones and twos. Thank you, Coach JB and Mike Jones. Guys, we'll see y'all again soon. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.